Welcome to Killer Women with your host, best-selling author, Danielle Girard. The Killer Women Vodcast is pleased to be a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. To learn more about Danielle and her books, visit her at www.daniellegirard.com and to access all of our vodcasts, go to youtube.com forward slash authors on the air. And now, Danielle's next killer woman. Hello, and welcome to Killer Women Podcast, a proud member of the Authors on the Air Global Network. Today is a very special show, and it falls on not our regular first or third Thursdays of the month, because I have not one today, but four fabulously talented and gorgeous minds behind (laughs) Young Rich Widows, which is an Audible original, and it is available today, April 14th. So our four fabulous authors are first, Kimberly Bell is the USA Today and internationally best-selling author of seven novels, including her latest, My Darling Husband. Her books have been published in more than a dozen language and have been optioned for film and television. Our second fabulous lady is Lane Fargo, the author of the novels, They Never Learn and Temper, and co-creator of the Unlikable Female Characters podcast on Lit Hub Radio. Lane lives in Chicago with her partner and their pets. Our third author is Kate Hollihan. She is the USA Today bestselling author of five domestic suspense novels, including The Widower's Wife and The Upcoming Darkness of Others, which comes out in August by Hachet's Grand Central Publishing. A biracial female author of Jamaican and Irish American descent, Kate is a member of Crime Writers of Color and Sisters in Crime. And finally, last but not least, is the gorgeous Vanessa Lilly, the best-selling author of the thriller novels, Little Voices and For the Best. Vanessa has 15 years of marketing and communications experience and enjoys organizing book events in and around Providence, Rhode Island. She is enrolled, an enrolled citizen of the Cherokee Nation of Oklahoma, living on, oh God, I should have asked, Narragansett? Narragansett, yeah. Narragansett <laughs> land in Rhode Island. Okay, welcome everybody. Woo! A lot of talk. Thanks so, for having us. Oh, so fun. So first, you guys, tell us a little bit about the plot for um, Young Rich Widows. Kate? Okay. Um, yeah, so we, we love this, but we, we spent a lot of time plotting all the, out all these pieces. It, um, it stars these four women who are all very different, and but what they're united by is their partners are all um, partners in a law firm and uh, their private plane explodes. And um, what they find is that there's a lot of uh, shady dealings that were going on that they were uh, ignorant of and uh, that then threatened their lives. And so they have to uh, figure things out in order to um, save their butts and also, uh, <laughs> and also uh, save the law firm and their livelihood and eventually a good part of Rhode Island. I love it. That's so fun. It, it is wonderful. You guys, I, I haven't gotten to hear it. So I'm sure the voices will add so much, but I read it and it was a one sitting read. I just flipped through it. I loved all four characters. It was super fun. So, um, but this is an Audible original pro- project. So a little different than a regular book. And can you tell um, our readers what that means, Lane? 
Yeah, so this is an audio first project, which I think was all of our first experiences with that. Um, and it'll be available exclusively on Audible. So if you have a subscription, you don't even have to use one of your credits. It's included in Audible's catalog. And we we definitely wanted to like bring out the differences in all four voices. And there are four different actresses who are playing each of our characters, which was so fun. We got to listen to clips of them and choose the people who sounded the most like our characters. Um, yeah, does that about sum it up? <laughs> that, that's so fun. I didn't even think about the actresses part. Well, um, what was that like? Did you guys get to choose your individual person? Everybody yeah. had to listen to different audio um, inter uh, auditions, huh? It wasn't, they sent us some of their uh, previous work and it's always, this is always one of like the most fun parts. I think I got, I've gotten to pick audiobook narrators for, um, for my debut I did. And it's so interesting. Like you just hear their voice and you're like, oh, that's it. That's the character. And we ended up with four women who sound completely different. Like there's such great variety on the, on the audiobook, And uh, I couldn't be happier with their performances. Gosh, and I think we got our first choices too, right? We did, yeah. Yeah. We got our first choices and obviously for very different women because that is exactly what we have in the book which is so wonderful and so how did the project come to be Vanessa how did the young rich widows where did it come from yeah so I um yeah I was talking to um my agent about kind of ideas so I was like what you know what should I do next and um she was saying, well, you know, YA is really big right now. And she's like, oh, and you know, people are really doing um, these audiobooks, and they're about 20,000 words. So that's about a quarter of a normal book. So it's a short story essentially, but I'd never written a short story. And I didn't think it was time for me to learn how terrible I was going to be at that. <laughs> and I, I was like, well, I actually have an idea because I'd had it for a while. My husband is a lawyer. And um, when he um, made partner at his law firm, he just sort of like casually mentioned to me that he and his other partners can't really travel together anymore because if like the plane goes down or they get in a car wreck, um, the law firm would then be handed over to, at the time it was all male partners, there's female now, but the wives. And I was like, that's so weird. Um, and it just being a writer, it just like stuck in my head. And so I had this idea that wouldn't it be fascinating for that scenario to play out um, but I thought, but it would be really cool if I could write with other people and like very particularly, um, so it could be fun. I think when you, especially when you're writing thrillers, it's just like, it's exhausting. I mean, you're just like putting this character who you're making, you know, you spend so much time with just like through the ringer and I don't, it just, it can be a lot. And so I just thought, God, can writing be fun? Like I want to write a thriller, but I want to like laugh and have a good time. And I love group projects, which I think is not something everyone would say, um, but I do. And so um, I just thought, all right, let me ask some people who I was lucky enough to meet um, at conferences. So I knew we had a good rapport and I love their writing most particularly. And I was like, and let's just kind of see what happens. And honestly, they were all three of them were excited about the idea and we just kind of started like emailing ideas what we kind of wanted to do and it just it gelled so quickly that I think we all figured out oh wow this was a good idea <laughs> <laughs> and it, the pandemic made it probably so special to have a, people to work with because we've all been so isolated so it does sound so fun well okay so Kimberly what was it like to write together how did how did it work how did you guys sort of parse it out 
Well, it was hands down the easiest book I've ever written and also the most fun because like Vanessa said, you know, I mean, we really gelled and we, we figured out really quickly kind of what our story was going to be like. And so we would have these, and like you said, in the middle of the pandemic, we would have these like day long Zooms where we would talk about, okay, you know, we just hammered out our plot and kind of figured out our schedule. And then we went just like kind of plowed through the story really, really fast. Um, but, you know, we're really, we're all really, we have strengths that kind of fill each other's, you know, yeah. pockets up, I guess. And so like Kate's really great at plotting. And I mean, it was just, it was just a super easy process and we actually did it way faster than we thought we were going to do. Right. So um, a question, did you like write a chap, did, you each wrote your own women and then did you send them to each other to kind of edit and, and you know. we would kind of do like our four chapters. We, we thought about going round robin, but that was going to take so long. So we said, okay, we're going to do each our chapters, you know, chapter one, two, three, and four. And then we would do that for a week. And then we'd come back together, have like a zoom where we talked through those chapters. We'd kind of bounce them back and forth beforehand, but there were always things we needed to discuss. And then we would talk about what our next four chapters, you know, where we would kind of start them and leave off. And then we would go back to our corners and write our next chapters and then repeat until the end. And it just was, it was a super easy and fun process and um, super collaborative, which, you know, you're a writer, you know, you sit in that room all by yourself all day long. And, and if you run into a roadblock, you have to figure it out yourself. But this was super easy. We would just text or email and be like, hey, what do you guys think? Right. And so it was just way easier to unknot all the plot knots um, that you come across when you're writing. Did you want to add something, Kate? It looked like yeah, you're... I was just going to say that it's like being in a writer's room where you can sit yeah. there and go, okay, how do we, you know, make this character's growth more pronounced? And how do we, do... And, and the immediacy of it was so wonderful because usually, you know, we write and then you send it to your agent and then maybe your agent gives you some notes and then you send it to your editor and it, it's this... And often there's like these, you know, months of kind of nail biting where you're hoping that people like it while they, and so to be able to write something and then that weekend know that we were going to get this real time feedback from all these like smart, accomplished female writers. I just, it was, it was thrilling. It was great. It does, it does make me think, why don't we have a writer's room? We, why don't we get together and write, like, even if we're writing our own books, we should have those, you know, get together and be you're so much smarter. If there was I love idea. that idea. Let's do it. I'm thinking about my next story. So I need some help. <laughs> I love it. I'm available anytime, all day Zoom. Just so smart. Okay. Well, so I did, um, you know, I, I got a chance to read this. So I, and I, and I, I was going to ask who played each part. And then um, you guys told me I got to guess. So, um, and for those of you who haven't listened yet, you'll have to rewind this part. And after you listen, so you'll know, um, my guess is, that Vanessa played Crystal and Lane was Meredith and Kate was Justine and Kimberly was Camille. Am I close? Ding! Four out 100%. 100%. 100%. I love that, but I know all of your writing. So it was, I, even though it, the other thing I thought was so amazing, I was so impressed is that it didn't feel like, I mean, because if I, talking about your four different books, like not this book, but books I've read of yours, the voices are very different. I mean, I would not be, I would not pick up one of Lane's books and think it was written by Kimberly or one of Kate's books and think it was written by Vanessa. But these 
scenes and chapters really floated. I didn't feel any um, any sort of like, wait, I'm in a totally different voice than I was in the last chapter. So you guys did a really amazing job of, of weaving um, all of those um, voices together. But I, I also was like, I think I know who each person is. So that was really fun. And it's actually fun to guess. So maybe I shouldn't have said anything. So anyway, okay. Okay, so now let's talk about this book is set in the 80s, which is, I mean, I don't know, I'm a little maybe older than most of you guys, but that was like the heyday for me, right? Like I turned 10 in 1980. So it was, that was like my decade. So that was super fun and unusual. Um, what inspired the 80s and, and what was it like to go back to the shoulder pad days? It was, uh, this is Vanessa, it was so much fun. So I had really, like going back to your point about the pandemic, I mean, I kind of wanted a really fun book project that took us far, far away. And, you know, the 80s, I um, was also a child of the 80s. I, in particular, love 80s movies. Like I still, um, I was actually just watching Basic Instinct two nights ago. So good. Anyway, um, and I just, there's just something kind of like over the top and campy. And I just love the clothes and I love the hair and I love the furs. And I just, the drama and the fact that you can't Google anything and it's neon everywhere. And it's, I don't know, cocktails. And I just, it's where we needed to be. So I just thought it would be so fun to just, you know, put on an 80s soundtrack and which there's actually quite a few song references in this too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just, you know, kind of be transported back to a time you know, before it was easy to look up everything about everyone and you had to like really hunt down clues and, um, you know, you could have your suspicions, but you wouldn't just know right away. And it was fun to write um, just because all, all my novels are modern day. So I, I really enjoyed, you know, we're Googling like, did they have like, what did the cell phone, right? Like, the big brick cell phone look like? Right. And like, what, what would the, um, the like call monitor on a house look like? And um, I remember Kate in particular was really good about, she had some like, other research, not to give me spoilers, but um, that she would go and like dig in and help us figure out like what kind of cool car should they have. Right. It was just fun, you know, like it, research can be really fun, especially if it's nostalgic. Oh my God, and it, it, it is so fun. And it, I, we were transported, it was, and what, a, like you said, what a fun treat, especially with, nobody really wants to have a book happening right this minute. So <laughs> that was really fun. Okay, so now tell me a little bit how the characters were inspired, Kate. They're all really different. How did you guys, come up with them and did you work together? Yeah. Well, you know, Vanessa, when she had the project kind of had an idea of these, these four women and then um, how the kind of characters that we had written in other books, how we would bring some of those sensibilities into the book. And, um, and so we tried to pick people who, um, you know, we could relate to from our prior work and also personally. So, you know, my character is uh, biracial in like 1985 and she's trying to fit in in a very kind of segregated town and and um and you know that complicates her relationship with her environment and also um you know with how she kind of goes about solving some of this stuff and um you know Kimberly's character has some southern roots which she was able to bring to and and uh and Lane's character um is uh is a lesbian at a time where you could not officially get married so she was she has to deal with that and and Vanessa's uh character is like you know, just this quintessential Rhode Island, like it's deep, it runs deep. And, and uh, Vanessa has 
uh, obviously that experience uh, living in Rhode Island right now, so in Providence. So, um, and then please everybody else add like, um, I just have to say, Meredith is bisexual. She's not a lesbian. Oh. I don't mean to be that person, oh, no, but I just have to. <laughs> I was thinking of her, her, her partner. Yeah, her partner is a lesbian. Um, she's in a relationship with the one female partner. So um, like I'm bisexual as well. And so it was interesting to think about like what that would have been like in the eighties, obviously they can't be legally married. Um, she has a lot of like paperwork proving that she has the rights to her partner's um, part of the law firm, but it's obviously something that sets her apart from the other women who are like legally widows and Meredith isn't. So that was an interesting challenge to, uh, to address. And that was in the, like in the original um, breakdown that Vanessa sent us that my character was queer and it made me really excited to write about a queer person wow. back in those and, times. And she's a stripper. And she's a stripper. <laughs> I came up with that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, can she be a stripper? And Vanessa was like, totally. And I was like, I'm in. <laughs> oh, that's so fantastic. Yeah, there was a, I mean, that, and, but a lot of different, I mean, Camille's character also had feeling a little bit um, out of place in the in that um, society. So everybody had, and Crystal was really, she was a fierce mama bear. So um, lots of really, their characters were so, so fun. I'm glad you got to choose a stripper. I think that's so clever, Lane. I'm, <laughs> I would not have occurred to me to make my bisexual character a stripper, but. I, I wrote my master's thesis on burlesque and striptease and used oh. to work at this archive where they had a big collection of like old-timey striptease stuff so it's like what, an area what, of interest what did you keep calling it lane the 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 female gaze the stripper gaze something like that gaze. yeah <laughs> i love it well mm -hmm. it's so fun really fun okay mm -hmm. so now i mean it you make it sound like it was perfect but we for those so they don't die of jealousy everybody else who wasn't there what was what was the biggest challenge to writing maybe not together but um you know aud writing for audible is that different than writing a book kimberly yeah well first of all you know i mean we talked before about how our characters all sounded very different their voice was very different so that was something that we went in knowing that we wanted to be like you know as soon as they started talking or especially in the dialogues, you know, um, that they sounded very different. So that, because for female narrators, right? We wanted them to be distinctive, their voices. Um, the other thing that we didn't know going in, but we found out in edits <laughs> was, you know, I mean, they, they like split dialogue. So if you say, you know, a piece of dialogue and then you split it with an action beat, you know, he put down the cup or she put down the cup or whatever. And then you have more dialogue. They were like, no, we can't do that because that, you know, interrupts the flow of the dialogue. So we really had to think about how we were going to um, position our, you know, our internalizations versus our actual chunks of dialogue. Um, and this is not a scripted, you know, Audible is doing a lot of scripted ones where that it really like you hear the characters and it reads like a movie um script um this isn't that but we did have to make some adjustments as we were going through edits so that it would be um sound better on audio that's so interesting i would never have thought about that so you Us either <laughs> did you put the cup down you just had to do it after the dialogue yeah or, or before or you know forget the cup whatever the cup goes out the window and they're just speaking <laughs> There's the sound effects. I know, like I listened to one recently that was more scripted, and the sound effects were really interesting. It's I was like, wait, this is, does not sound like a. It's different than listening to an an audiobook. It's a very mm -hmm. different experience. It's fun. Um, 
the one I listened to recently. So I think that's a that's a very different but neat neat mm-hmm. project. But I can imagine, yeah, that, that is weird. Um, okay, so um, Lane, what is next for the foursome? Is there another either Young Rich Widows too? Um, we can't say anything official. I'll just say we have a lot of great ideas for these four ladies. We have big plans. We would love to take them into the 90s and, <laughs> and beyond. And beyond. Yeah. Um, and we love, love, love working together. So um, just keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully we'll have something oh, to announce eventually. Absolutely. For, for, I can imagine in the 2000s, four little old ladies. <laughs> young rich golden girls yeah like yes. young, rich, golden yeah. Rich, you know. I, that is a brilliant idea okay um you guys can take that a long way i love it okay so um now that we've talked about young rich widows you also four individual authors with your own individual publishing um career so tell us what is the most recent book what's happening lane let's start with you what's going on in the lane fargo world Um, So my most recent book is They Never Learn, which came out in October 2020, and it is about a female serial killer who hunts rapists on the college campus. Fabulous. Uh, That was a lot of fun to write too. And Mm -hmm. I'm still uh, in the drafting phase for my, what will hopefully be my third book. So I'm going to keep that close to the chest right now. But uh, I am working on another Audible project actually with two of my agent sisters, Megan Collins and Hallie Sutton. And it is going to be one of these fully scripted ones. It's going to be like divided into episodes. So more of a narrative podcast kind of thing, but it's about a uh, Britney Spears-esque pop star who disappears at a music festival where she's supposed to be making her big comeback and then the women around her are investigating, trying to figure out what actually happened. Oh, and we are in the, yeah, we're in the planning phase now and we're having, again, it's just so fun to write with people. Like, why do we write alone all the time? What are we thinking? We have no idea. Kimberly, I just had you on the show recently. So tell us about your latest book. If you missed the episode with Kimberly. Yeah, so my latest is um, My Darling Husband. It came out in paperback uh, early March. Um, And it is about a home invasion, a woman who's coming home and two kids on the back seat and doesn't see the man in the garage with a mask and a gun and he forces his way into her home and basically holds them for ransom um, while her husband scrambles to pull together uh, the ransom money. You should go back and watch that episode because there's lots more really interesting stuff about My Darling Husband. And that was a fabulous book as well. So Vanessa, tell us what's going on with you. Yeah. So um, uh, my most recent book was For the Best. And um, and the one before that is Little Voices. And both are set in Providence, Rhode Island, where I live. Um, they're both thrillers and um, deal with complicated women going through some stuff. <laughs> the first one, postpartum. <laughs> mom and the second one um pretty serious alcohol problem and sort of a exploration of like white female privilege um but fun (laughs) they're fabulous those are both fabulous books fun little boys and for the best yes and right now i'm actually on submission i have a new book that i'm hoping someone will buy so you know fingers crossed fingers crossed that's so exciting okay kate tell us what are you up to um, so my last one that came out was Her Three Lives, which uh, was actually also about a, uh, well, it starts off with a home invasion and then it's two people who, uh, in an effort to protect themselves, fill their home with cameras and start to kind of be gaslit by what they see on the video and it undermines their relationship. 
And then um, my next one is uh, The Darkness of Others, which I think comes out August, August, when August, I should probably know that date. And, uh, <laughs> that, that one uh, actually takes place uh, during the pandemic. Uh, it's about a, uh, a family who's uh, their best friends and, um, and neighbors. Uh, the husband is killed and the wife goes missing, presumably ran off after killing her husband. And her best friend is determined to find her and prove that she didn't do it. And in the interim also takes on a, a renter to kind of uh, defray some of their costs and cannot kick her out when she starts to think she had something to do with the murder because of the um, eviction moratorium. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. I have to get you, we'll have to get it. I want a copy of this book so we can uh, talk about it closer to your um, pub date. That's really exciting. And um, well, you guys, I, again, Young Rich Widows, you have lots of books to take away from this. So you can look up all of these ladies. Tell us where, um, where you can be found online. Lane? Um, my website is lanefargo.com and I'm on Instagram and Twitter more often than I should be at Lane Fargo. Fantastic. Kimberly, what about you? I'm on all the socials, all of them entirely way too much, um, but you can find all the links to those at KimberlyBellBooks.com. Perfect. And Vanessa? Uh, so I'm also VanessaLilly.com and my last name is a little weird. It's L-I-L-L-I-E. Um, I'm always on Instagram, which is also a problem for me. And I actually have a, a little IG live show Mondays around 9 p.m. Eastern where I chat with authors the night before their book comes out. And we have a lot of fun and yeah. it's usually a giveaway. You are fun. So fun. That is totally true and really fun. And Kate, where do we find you? Uh, I'm at kateholahan.com, C-A-T-E, and then Holohan, H-O-L-A-H-A-N. Dot com and on Instagram and Facebook, uh, not so much Twitter unless I'm retweeting or liking other people's tweets. Um, yeah, Twitter scares me, but the rest of it. <laughs> I'm not good at succinct, that's a problem. Yeah, again, you guys, you, um, that Young Rich Widows is available today, April 14th. Head over to audible.com and check it out, it's so fun. And you can reach me at my website, www.daniellegerard.com. This is a copyrighted podcast owned by authors, the Authors on the Air Global Network. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining me today. So much fun, and I'm so excited for you guys.